Garage fam, we return to the NASCAR race recap show. Garage guys, NASCAR race recap show. It's me, it me, garage guy, Chase, and joined with Dale Tanhart, get you, or uh, otherwise known for those that never watched Dragon Ball Z, uh, greatest NASCAR better in the universe are for sure. Wait, is that where that's from? Is that what that's from? Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. sounds like a Dragon Ball Z character. Like, get oh, you. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. not from, it's just like. Oh, it will shit. be, though. Once you I was about to be embarrassed because I was a big, I was a big Dragon Ball Z kid. I was like, what? I, did, I didn't know that about you. Once you become a, a Super Saiyan, the mullet Super Saiyan uh, character, um, that, that's when it will be in stone. G-I-T-U, get you. Uh- that's fair. I was just about to be fucking pissed, but continue. Sorry. Uh, how, how obviously we had a great weekend. Everyone in the garage fam, everyone in the garage guys discord, uh, which Sunday I'm still coming down from, from the emotions of Sunday. Uh, the race was incredible. Tyler red dog, Reddit got it done. Everybody got a piece of the pie it was just, it was great. You sweat and you sweat both races. You got the broom out. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it's been, it's been hot recently. I think I've gone nine of my last 10 in all three NASCAR national series trucks were off, but Ty Gibbs, by the way, I mean, we have to mention first, this kid's unbelievable. Like I, I feel like I'm, you won't catch me rooting for Ty Gibbs super often because he had like, he is the villain, you know, I'm not, I'm just not on board with him just yet. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's the villain. He had he one is, fight he, at Martin. He 100% is a villain. He gets booed a lot. He gets booed almost everywhere. He is an absolute beast. I mean, if we hadn't already known that, we know that now because he outdueled one of the greats and Kyle Larson and beat him with a last lap pass. Just the Xfinity race was awesome. The Xfinity race was incredible. And the cup race, the cup race was good. Um, but I think it was if Tyler Reddick hadn't won, I mean, what would we what would we be saying? I think we would be saying that was a pretty boring race. Like honestly. Um, there was no action. There was not a lot of re- which which it turned out that that was great that it happened that way because once Tyler got the lead, I was doing everything that I could to just like try to keep my composure because I was so oh, afraid. Man. He took the lead too early. There was like 11 laps left. And I I was like, these laps are going to be so fucking slow. And they wasn't enough deodorant in the universe. There was not enough deodorant. It was big, fat, sweaty time. Uh, Chris Buescher, super dead to me again after I picked him for a top five and he gave up fifth place with two laps to go. That hurt a lot, even though still good weekend. I think you doubled my units on cup with, with your output, but uh, that one really hurt me. And Bowman finishes 12th, had him for a top 10. That hurt I, too, but it yeah. just, they, it, here's the thing with Bowman. They had a good car. They probably would have run 6th, 7th, 8th, but stage one, they opted to go with the stage points and stayed out and then put themselves back in like 25th, which you just can't. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to predict. That's a hard thing to predict who's going to stay out and who isn't. Like Ryan Blaney. Uh, was one of those guys who opted to get a playoff point, finished 11th. So if you have Blaney for a top 10, that sucks because he probably had a top 10 car. If you uh, if you watch how he was moving through the field when when he lost his track position. But this is about Tyler Reddick. Uh, this is about the Red Dog finally getting it done. It's been a long time coming. I'm just really fucking happy for him. 
the family and uh, everybody with RCR, they have gone, what, five years without or four years going back to no, no, I'm sorry. Austin Dillon won at Texas a couple years ago. Yeah, so, like in a couple years back. Yeah, the, but the, the, eight the wins car, have been the eight car though. Yeah, the eight car hasn't won in sixteen years. So that honestly, like people, I feel like people don't realize what the number means to a lot of OG fans. Like I, I actually was sitting there when it all had sunk in, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I, I felt like I almost got emotional sitting there thinking about like the last time the number eight had gone to victory lane. Like it's a conversation for another time that could go into a, a war or just a rabbit hole of all sorts of ideas and concepts. But yeah, man, like the, the, the number adds so much character to the race car and seeing the number eight get back to victory lane. Finally, it, it's, it's, it's a great deal. I just couldn't imagine sitting in 2006 as a 10 year old. I see Dale jr. Win at Richmond. I would have never sat there and been like, I'm going to have to go another decade and a half without seeing this car get back to victory lane. Yeah, that's like, thinking back like you watched that and had no idea it was going to be the last time of your entire childhood, your teenage years. So that was to me, that's a really cool, like underlying story here that uh, the number eight is back where it belongs. Well, we we were able to uh, to share a little bit of history with that, because I remember you had put the tweet out about, you know, basically talking about everything you just spoke on. And I had went. Uh, my dad on Facebook, he he has like all those old pics of like us like going to Talladega through the years, and like every time we would go, I was just like, all right, this will be the time that we get to see it. And I was also just, I mean, obviously everyone that listens to our show and you as well, you and I have talked countless numbers of times about it, like know like the type of fan I was as a kid. And for me, it was like, all right, Dale Jr. was cool, man had swag. I understood like who his dad was. It was the one time I got to wear a beer hat uh, as a child. So I thought I was just the shit, you know, I was in junior high and I was like, oh yeah, look at me. I got a Budweiser hat. Like, what y'all going to do? Never had had a sip of alcohol. Well, maybe one sip. But, yeah, back then, I just thought I was the shit. But, yeah, it was – it, it was it was cool to get to post that pic and then to get to see your pictures that your dad had of you, but which, by the way, we both had bowl cuts. It's just, maybe that was like a NASCAR dad thing. Like, Dude, your kid the, had to have the bowl cut. Bowl cuts were just immensely popular everywhere, yeah. I, I thought. I thought bowl cuts were just – like, everyone had a bowl cut when they were, like, four or five years old. Like, I mm-hmm. was four in that picture. Um and yeah, 100%. Like my brother had a bowl cut when my little brother was four or five. He he had a bowl cut. It was just like, it was the norm. It was quick and easy. You get the yeah. Tupperware out the cabinet. You just make sure that there's nothing outside of that. And then you get the nice little fade on the sides, you know. That well, was that how it was it, done. That makes it worse that we actually went and paid to give us a bowl cut. Yeah. You know, we could yeah. have done it at home. Should have been like on the movie Harriet the Spy. A lot of people might not remember Harriet the Spy. It was a great Nickelodeon film, but that's how homeboy Rosie O'Donnell's son in that movie got his bowl cuts. And he was way older than us. So never seen it, but there's no doubt the bowl cut was a, a strong fashion statement was that but yeah so it was cool as hell that i think that the emotions between winning money and seeing you know a friend of yours like get a victory because i I will say this like we've definitely made friends with some of the guys in the garage but i feel like we have 
we have definitely like been vibing with with Tyler for a while now and like just the type of person that he is and getting to really know him more and being around the team and stuff like that it just made it that much more special and and getting to you know I, I saw where like Dale Jr. was like talking about like how like he had like 250 text messages and I'm sure that you and I were both a part of that congratulatory text message uh you know, day. And so that was, it was always cool to, to, to be able to be kind of, you know, be a part of that kind of stuff, man. And then for the fans and, and the wallets, um, all the barstool fans, we were on the barstool rubbing his racing spaces, which by the way, like be on the lookout for those each week and me, Dale and spider, uh, you know, just talking about some bets on the barstool sports book, which is America's sports book. Now after Joey chestnut overs, all were refunded during the 4th of July weekend after he choked out a protester. Aren't the like, dude, those are just the worst people on the planet. Like Mm -hmm. imagine hanging out with, with that guy. Like I I just, they're just literally the worst fucking people on the planet who protest that way. Yeah. They have to be all in it. They do it for the gram, dude. They do it for the gram. And and there was, it also reminds me the formula one race. That was actually really exciting during that red flag they had like eight or 10 people that went and sat on the racetrack. And I'm just like, you are so stupid. And you have to be, you have to be unbearable to hang out with. It's hard. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell these days. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's just, it's hard to tell who is protesting for real shit and who is protesting for attention for Facebook and Instagram and for the, but also like, like, like protesting is a human right. There's no question about it. I, I fully agree with it, but the way you do it, like, the, the, yeah. the people that do it that way where they will step on a racetrack or a dangerous interfere with, uh, which, by the way, the security was fucking abysmal at that hot dog contest. Like, whoa, like, what are we doing? Because nobody has awful. ever done that. Three, like, three who's people. Done that? If you look closely, like if you look into the right of that clip, like the right of the screen, there were two other guys that got up on stage. There were three protesters that got up on that stage. Like, what is the security doing there? I mean, that is fucking pathetic look but i'm gonna tell you people that be protest better. that way just it infuriates me because i just i'm just like wow you just have no friends you have to be unbearable to hang out with it in in real life like as a person it's just infuriating like th- there's a difference between protesting and then protesting like a fucking idiot and that's yeah. what those people are like it's just hilariously bad there's no telling like with, with all of, of where things are going. It was uh hate to dampen the mood, but like, just want to say, just like, you know, make sure the thoughts and stuff are, are sent to the, uh, the Highland park shooting, man. I mean, that Absolutely. was rough. That was rough, dude. Like we have, we actually have somebody in the garage guys discord that uh, they said when um, they caught the guy that did it, it, he was like a couple of blocks away from where they live in Illinois. That's somebody in our Discord. Like that is wild. Yeah, no, it's sad. It's a very, very sad thing. I, I just give all my thoughts and condolences to everybody who was affected by it, and it's it's sad to happen on America's Day too. But yeah. nonetheless, it's just a, a a needless tragedy, and you know, it's just tough. It's just tough. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just a sad thing. But uh, no, I'm with you. Hate to dampen the mood, but it is necessary to bring up and. Especially when it hits home for people in our community. You know, there's yeah. a lot of we got a lot of guys and girls that live by Chicago. So uh, definitely thinking about them and and everybody who who could have and, and was affected by by it. 
and we'll keep it, we'll keep it rolling. We, we try to, you know, everybody will hopefully, you know, I'm glad that the people we know are safe, hate it for the other ones, but you know, that what happened, it's just uh, one, one day there will come a time where, where th- this kind of stuff will slow down, get fixed out. I, I, I hold faith for that, man. We, we just, we're all good people. And, and there's a lot of good people out here in the world. And, and, and I think that, uh, you know, you got to have faith you got to keep the faith in the hard times and beautiful things will come. And, you know, to pivot back to, to Sunday, to the racing as well. Um, just a, a testament of just how cool it was. Like that was like my, my 4th of July. Cause I feel like there were so many people, like you said, that they did bet on Tyler and it was like this giant coming together. It was like a holiday almost. And, and, you know, we, it was raining a ton yesterday where I was, at. I don't know how the weather was for you. Um, it rained off and on, but it wasn't too bad. It was yeah, just, it, it no, there was no sunlight it was just cloudy all day with rain back and forth but the firework game was kind of abysmal uh yesterday because of that we got a few off and my little boy he uh he definitely wanted to do the parachute man he's a big fan of the parachutes so i had to spend like 30 dollars on something that lasted for 10 seconds but he got his parachute man uh it was like a you know dollar tree parachute guy the things we do for our children you know so that there is that that did get to happen, but then it rained more. So that was 4th of July. Um, on, yeah, on the, weekend, the weekend was better for sure. Sunday uh, was Sunday was my 4th of July. Yeah. I mean, it, besides a hot dog eating contest, there are no sports on TV on Monday. So it was kind of, it's, it's a sad time for, for, for sports outside of motorsports. Great time for motorsports. Sad time for everything else as we wait for football because we know Major League Baseball isn't a sport, so it's just it's tough. There's no NBA. Still hold Matt strong, huh? Well, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just. Everybody knows I'm a big facts guy, so I, yeah, I know common sense people, guy. But big facts guy. So it was a tough time on Monday regarding like entertainment to watch, but yeah. Sunday was definitely our fourth, and yeah. I'm just really happy for Tyler Reddick. Well, let's uh. Let's go ahead and dive into some other parts of the race. Obviously, we had our preview show that came out. We did the Twitter space uh, on Rubbin' is Racing, and we talked about a few other type of bets that were out and around. Uh, Michael McDowell continues to be strong. One of the bets that I had locked in early that week was Michael McDowell top 10 at plus 165. Um it was great to see that one hit again because there was a moment where I think he was close to being outside or he was outside of that top 10. And I was way more focused on Tyler trying to make sure that, you know, well, the energy stayed strong, that the grip stayed strong, the speed stayed strong when he was in front of chase. Cause it looked like chase was catching him pretty quickly there. Um, they were just so quick out of the, out of pit road that it was just the sweatiest of all time. But Michael McDowell getting that top 10 was great. Also had, uh, another early bet, Daniel Suarez to finish ahead of Kyle Bush at plus 110. What even and, close? Yeah. Like, and even I, close. I, I feel there were people that were kind of like arguing that a little bit. They were like, Oh, Kyle Bush, he's going to be great. Like I even took him under 40 fantasy points. On prize picks, which, by the way, put that video out. The article dropped. Went three at, three out of four of the prize picks uh, picks hit. So if you had three out of four of those, in a, or whether you had a flex play or you had a power play, whatever, if you only did three of those picks, the ones that did good, it was great. And I think it, the only one that didn't hit was Kyle Larson to lead eight and a half laps. So Yeah, that was, that was a good lineup. I saw it. That was pretty solid. 
Yeah, if you had done a flex play, you would have won what one and a half times your entry fee there. I believe so. Yeah. So. So that that was a good lineup. That, that was, was money. Lineup. That was now, money there. And at the end of the day, like Joe Gibbs racing and Toyota at the road courses is just a full fade. I mean, they have and we told them so bad. Yeah, we. I mean, they haven't given us anything to to be optimistic about on, on the road courses. So, you know, for me, going off of that Toyota fade, one pick I gave was Austin Cindric to win Group B, which I gave what that was Thursday. He was plus three hundred. He was the underdog of the entire group. It was him to beat Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, and Ryan Blaney. And that was that was a great bet. And that bet actually closed where Cindric was like plus 180 after practice wow. and qualifying. So I hope everybody kind of rode that bet. Everybody knows Austin Cindric is dead to me, but that was a play that would have won you some, some cash. Because, you have a lot of zombies in your life. You know that? <laughs> yeah, well, just, just Austin Cindric and David Starr and Martin Truex. Chris Buescher, don't forget. He's... <laughs> He hasn't been on the dead list forever, though. But I don't know. I, I won't Still a zombie. There yet. He's uh, a no, zombie. No, Busher's not a zombie. And uh, the, the proper term here is demon, and that's Cendric, Truex, and David Starr for obvious reasons. Uh, I like that. I, I could talk an hour about, but you can find out why on Dale Center on Thursday, which is the most comprehensive motorsports betting preview show in the universe. Gave you some winners in NASCAR. Well, a couple. Uh, didn't do so hot this week on the NASCAR side or IndyCar, but perfectly nailed SRX. I told you about Ryan Newman. He won the SRX race. That was a good hit at plus 600. So keep that in mind. Dale Center over yeah. on YouTube, Garage Guys, NASCAR podcast. Search it. You'll find it. Listen, watch. You'll win money. But back to Cendric. All he had to do was beat Hamlin and Truex, abysmal, right? You fade Toyota and then beat Ryan Blaney, who went, off sequence with strategy and went for the playoff point, finished 11th. Cindric finished seventh. So that was a good play. Missed on the pole picks because Briscoe and Chase Elliott were ridiculously faster than everybody. And then uh, Chase Briscoe over Kurt Busch, another fade the Toyota concept bet. And it was, you know, it remained to be true. Kurt Busch, who's an excellent road course racer, we all know this, but the car that he's been given at all three road courses this year has been just complete dog shit. And you just can't argue, you cannot make a slow car go fast. Famous words of Kevin Harvick. And Kurt Busch finished 23rd. Chase Briscoe wasn't great, but another guy who opted for stage points and a playoff point finished 14th. So that was another one. And uh, unfortunately, I feel like we didn't get to verbally talk about Tyler Reddick, but that is what is important about practice and qualifying, looking at the averages. And that is what gave my bet for Tyler Reddick at plus 1700 on FanDuel. We mentioned him. Reddick? We mentioned him Reddick? on the show. We mentioned him on the show. You had, you had said something and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're both oh, going to be on Red Dog. I, because poll picks. I, I took him for poll picks. Right. I gave up my poll picks and I, I, well, I'd have to go back and listen. I'm too lazy to do that. But It is true, but I'm pretty sure me and you both said it. I mean, it doesn't even matter because everybody listening to the show knows that you follow my picks and Dale's picks on the action app. That's where you get our cup picks. That's the, that is the final say-so. That is the hammer. That is the law. Okay, whatever is there, that's it. That's why you have to have that app and you have to be looking at those. And if you need those links, they're literally in our bios on Twitter. So not hard to find, but and Instagram did talk about and TikTok. Oh. Yeah, and the gram. Maybe yours on the gram. I think my link on the gram is a link tree. I have a link tree on the gram. 
Well, it's still a link because you click, you hit the link tree, and then you have everything. You have all of our picks. You have prize picks. You have Hooters. You have all of it. So it still counts. It's everywhere. It's easy to find. Very, very true. But yeah, but I, I am pretty sure that I both that well that I said and that you said yeah we'll probably be on Reddit. Like it was quick. Like you said, it was a very quick passing thing, but it was it was mentioned. Just have to go find that. It's dialing in, dialing it in. So, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was just good. Like I said, just it, it, a, a moment like this, Kelly Clarkson comes on the radio. I think that the coolest moment was the fact that Bo, his child was just dead asleep, uh, in victory lane. And he's also one of the bigger chase Elliott fans in the garage. That's right. A NASCAR cup series driver's child, big fan of a driver that is not his father. Hopefully that changes. Uh, I think Tyler was mentioning somewhere that he was like running around the house going like, like daddy beat chase, daddy beat chase. So I think well, that I th- is good to see. I, that was a funny thing, especially like he was dead asleep, like mm-hmm. deceased while Tyler was celebrating, which is hilarious. He was the munchkins, man. Yeah. But I think that's, a, I feel like that's a normal thing because which I obviously I can't, I'm not a driver's son. You know, I can't put myself in their shoes, but I feel like that's a normal thing for a kid to like another driver, you know, because they probably, he looks at Tyler and he's like, dad, 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 right. dad. And then he looks at these other guys that he meets and he's like, oh, that guy's cool. You know, like, I feel like that's not the craziest thing ever, but nonetheless, it is pretty funny. And, and honestly, super appropriate and ironic that he beat his son's favorite driver to get his first win. It's beautiful. That is a cool thing. It's that a beautiful. A cool it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, Everything about this, but like I think we've got to do something about the the diffusers and the the dirty air that has been uh, catastrophic to passing on flatter racetracks. We got to do something about that. But everything about Tyler Reddick winning this race is just really really cool. But if Reddick hadn't won, this race would have been uh, just a snoozer. I uh, just. Like I think people who were there, I've seen some some chatter that people that were at the race are going to defend it, and they're like, "It was awesome, it was great," because we well, know yeah. the coverage doesn't catch all the passing, right? But watching it from TV, Elliot just blew everybody away for three fourths of that race. And if we didn't have the Reddick win, we'd be—I think—we'd have a much different narrative about this race. There were a lot of people that had different narratives because Chase didn't win. No, look, we love Bill's boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. But there. some of the Facebook shit that I saw, like some of the quote, like I think I screenshotted one of them. It was just it was just too good to like pass up. There was a guy basically talking about how like NASCAR didn't throw the caution whenever uh, Austin Dillon's tire went down and they were like they were like, NASCAR NASCAR rigged this race because they didn't want to see the golden boy win. It's like he just won last week, bro. Yeah. Like last Dude, week. We know that they are and and Cody Powers said it the best. Chase Elliott fans are like, and, and Cody is a diehard Chase fan, by the way. He is a Reddick uh, fan though. Over too. on the yeah, the over weird on line. Turn, Cody Powers. Chase Elliott fans are like mutated Dale Jr. fans. I mean, it, it I just can't think of something. That is more accurate than that, than that reference right there. Yeah. And dude, there was yeah, there was a lot of fans that were so mad, like so irrationally mad. Austin Dillon didn't do anything. He got off track when his tire was going down. Yeah, like it, it's just they. There are some of those fans that will fight 
they will fight logic because they love their driver too much. It's true. And I get it. It's it's out of passion, <laughs> but sometimes passion can lead to stupidity and anger. And uh, as we know from Star Wars, uh, fear it starts from fear. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. That is the timeline of Chase Elliott fans when when they feel like he gets screwed. Obi Dale Tenobi, right there. Well, that, well, that one was Master Yoda that said that. All right. Just, well, Matt, Master that, that works, Master Yoda. Though. That works though. Yeah, Dale, I'll, I'll like that. Obi Dale, Obi Dale Tenobi. Yeah, that's your. That's your way, I kept I kept tweeting because the commercials were bad. I was like, "Hey, Star Wars, Star Wars Marathon was on TNT all weekend, and really helped me out when we had really long cautions and stage break cautions, which we have to fucking get rid of on road courses. It is so bad. It is so dumb. Why? Oh. Why do we do this? Why do we sit under caution for twenty minutes? That's not what fans want. It's not what they want. That's you want to talk about what fans don't want? Let me tell you. So we, I was at uh, my boy, my boy's house watching this race. I uh, was watching the living room. He ended up bringing a table out. We put the TV out uh, on the carport. And you see that in the celebration video, how the little setup, we had like two little chairs, you know, like a place where I was just, just ripping so many cigs, dude. Like I'm talking on edge, man. Like Matthew McConaughey, you know, that picture of McConaughey where like, he's just like got that cig in his, in his eyes are wide. That was yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. So what happened was, is we were streaming it on the NBC app, right? And all of a sudden, there's like right after they came out of the pits, it's like Chase is really close, Tyler. And then it just cuts to internet ads. And it does that for two and a half minutes, Dale. Like, I'm not lying to you. Like, I knew that these ads were not being shown to people watching television. And there was no picture in picture. It was just full on internet ads. And I literally almost grabbed the television and threw it in the woods because I was just that much on edge. I had to keep my composure because if I knew that if I did that, I wouldn't get to see the finish. But in the moment, I didn't know if I'd ever see the finish after watching uh, like uh, I think it was like Steph Curry's reality show uh, or, or advertisement for that. If that's even real, uh, I was just so mad. I was just making up random shows that don't exist in my brain. Austin Dillon has a reality show. He does. Austin Dillon. Have you watched that yet? I have not. I haven't, but I need to for Paul. I need to for the homie Paul Swan. My dad watches it. I I hadn't watched it yet either, but my dad, my dad's been asking me about Paul because he knows we're we're friends. And uh, yeah, he's a he's cool dude. Cool dude. Mm -hmm. I see why. I get why. Yeah, the meat. The meat. We all know about the meat. I wonder if he mentions that. I'm sure he's got to mention that at some point, right? We need to get Dad Dale Dale Hart out there to go to go meet Scott. And they can they can compare meat, chess meat, taco. Dale meat. Dad Hart. Dale Dad Hart. Yeah, that's easy. Dale to get Dad Hart. It's okay. it, it is. It is. Yeah. So uh, we will be in Atlanta this weekend. By the way, uh, that reminded me because my dad came to Atlanta with us last year. Yes, we will be in Atlanta this weekend for everybody. Um, SRX is in Nashville. Trucks are back at Mid Ohio, mm. so we got another stack. Indy Car, Indy Car is in Toronto. I mean, we got mm. a stacked weekend of racing once again. So keep an eye on Dale Center. It's the last plug I'll give for Dale Center because I'll go over all my picks, all my insight, analysis for all these motorsport series, not just NASCAR. So it makes you want to watch with. all fast cars. It really Dude, it is. Yeah, it's the summer is a great time for motorsports. It really is, and hot and slick. While we have no other sports on, this is the time where you should tune in, and, and especially right now because we're hot. And not just me and Chase, kind of everybody in the industry is 
is pretty hot right now on giving out picks. So it's been real, like you said at the beginning, everybody's kind of getting a piece of the pie. So it's a good time to start following along and, and uh, pull your money out of the stock market and put it in our bets. This is not financial advice. Yeah, we literally had testimonials. I'm going to start taking some of them from Twitter. There was one about like, I stopped investing in my 401k and started investing in, in garage guys, NASCAR picks. And I have now doubled my money from what I have had before. Like just, Dude, these are yeah. just great testimonials. I'm, uh, I'm now at 79 and a half units on the year between all three series. So, I mean, you're, Incredible. if you had followed all my picks, you would be up. Uh, we'll do a hundred dollar unit if your average unit is a hundred dollars and you follow every single pick with exact unit allocations, you would be up right around eight thousand dollars for the year. Tell me a stock that has done that on the fucking stock market. Tell me anything that has done that in 2022. No, ticker, sim- no ticker symbol GGFS. Yeah, that is the one. Yes, yes. The one. we got to get it up there. We'll do yeah. it. But, yeah, we'll be in Atlanta. We hope to see everybody in Atlanta this weekend. It's going to be fun. Another super speedway-style race. Um, be sure that you have the action app downloaded. Be sure to be looking out because prize picks, um, as mentioned in the beginning of this show, prize picks, we will make sure that we have some more lines that are going to be posted up so you don't want to miss out on those. You got you got to see the over-under props that we have uh, for these DFS lines you can use on prize picks. So going to be very fun to use. Um, shout out to my mother. She just got back from, uh, she literally is here. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with the clock. She, she's petting her cat, but she has some really cool karaoke moves over the, uh, the 4th of July weekend. So shout out to moms that sing karaoke. And um, that was love the most that. randomest thing of all time. No, love She's that. looking at yeah, me like, who, has, who sent you that video? How do you know about this? It's going to be fun. To <laughs> hey, do. real quick, real yeah. quick. So I was texting Sheldon Creed earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, been a rough year on the, on the NASCAR side, right? Yeah, very but, true. Uh, they, we did talk about it. They, they just had a baby, uh, yes. him, him and Cammie. Great news there. Sheldon Creed has, has been so unlucky this year. And and I told him that me and you, uh, I need your help with this specifically. Okay. We were gonna we were gonna bless some good luck upon him this weekend because that's all they need is good luck. Okay. If they had luck, they would be contending for wins, top fives. And we all know this. And he has had the worst luck I've ever seen. So I need your help. How are we gonna bless Sheldon Creed with some good luck for this weekend? Well, you know, it, we, we do have a few methods. Uh, we will put them together. I mean, between you being the greatest, uh, greatest NASCAR better in the universe, me being the Winston wizard, uh, I feel like there's something there. There's some kind of magical sorcery that we can use there. Uh, also, maybe we could let him like put a finger on the book of road, even though it's not road. Uh, we will be doing Book of Road because we got a couple of drivers that need to 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 see what's inside the Book of Road in Atlanta this weekend. Tyler being one of them, um, so that'll have to happen. And yeah. then uh, maybe maybe we'll bring the new Xfinity book, um, you know, and maybe we'll write since it's like a, a book that tells lies. Maybe we'll write that like Sheldon wrecked again in the book, and then like let him seal it. That way he will win the race. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, I forgot. I actually completely forgot about the Xfinity book. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know. And that's funny. Cause last time you brought it up, I was like, I hadn't seen it. And you brought it up in the preview show. I was like, what the fuck are we going to do with that? Yeah. Like, we don't want too many book. books. It's a reverse book. Okay. Maybe we can, let's get, let's get some, let's get some imaging done. Let's stamp it, get, get the book looking good and, and holy. And we'll get, we'll let Sheldon Creed be the first Xfinity driver to put his hand on that book. 
Okay. That's, that's got to be it. I think that's got to be the move. At this it's point. a, yeah, it's a, well, it, since it's a book of lies, it's like a black magic. It's like a really dark book, like a real why, dark Xfinity book. Why, so why are we making it a book of lies? I'm, I'm, I'm so I, confused. Because, because I had, I had told you what was written in it and you said it was a book of lies. So it, it manifested into a book of oh, lies. Is that, wait. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember that. What did you say yeah. was written in it? I, it was talking it was talking about something it was saying something about like why Austin Cindric uh something about Austin Cindric in there about you and him and the hate y'all have for each other and you were like that's not true at all and I was like oh it's a book of lies so you know hey maybe there's still time for it to 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 manifest into something else maybe we <laughs> should knows? get another maybe we should get another book and call it the book of truth and say Sheldon's gonna win this weekend the Xfinity book of truth okay I, I don't know. I, don't I just know like it. I like this. Xfinity book. I just think this this very simple Xfinity book, and and it could just it's it's up for interpretation uh, of how anyone wants to perceive the book, but we can perceive it in whatever ways we want to because we actually can control the Xfinity book. We can't control the Book of Road though. So why don't we call it the Book of Bush series? Book, of, book Bush? of Bush. Bush yeah. book. And get Bush the, book. Yeah, Bush book. We call it the <laughs> yeah. Bush series. We'll get a okay. picture of uh we'll get a picture of uh Jeff Green. You know Jeff do you know who Jeff Green is? Yeah, I'm I'm aware of the name of Jeff Green. He, he yes. won it, he won the he won the championship in 2000. He was like okay. an OG Bush series guy. Maybe David Green. David Green drove the 37, the the Timberwolf. Oh, I have that on my wall. That's that's actually in on my wall in my house. David so. Green won some races, maybe wow. some uh Stacy Compton. Drove the 59 Kingsford car. Okay. I like I this know. Bush book. And it, it's a Bush book. book. Yeah. Whatever we write in it, it, it helps to manifest whatever that is come true. Yes. Okay. okay. That, that's where we should go. Scrap the Xfinity book thing. Mm -hmm. Bush book. Bush, Bush book. book. Yes. Bush book. Yeah. All right. We Great. love it. Sheldon, we're, we're coming yeah. to help. Right. We're here to help, Sheldon. All right. Can't wait. It's going to be going to be a fun weekend. We hope to see everybody. Be sure to follow. You know to follow me at Garage Guy Chase. Follow Dale at Dale Tanhart. And, uh, and we'll see you in the ATL.